Hi, my name is Amy Lustig, and you're listening to Cut to the Chase. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase, episode 62, The Struggle. I know our listeners are going, okay, Greg, you've come at it a different way. You've got some craziness that, that's going to tie this all together. And actually, I do because, you know, today our featured guest has provided me with some insight, primarily with all the great things that she's been able to do in her life. And before I get to that, I want to tee us up on something that I find that is that's that really kind of connects the dots. And it's a quote that I found. And the quote states, struggling is not the identity. You must learn to live while you struggle, such that anyone who sees you can separate the struggle from your life. I know to our listeners, they're going, oh my God, there's another deep quote that he's provided to us. But that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the struggle. And I know today, as well as any other day that has happened here in 2020, we've all endured our own struggles. And our featured guest today is someone who I find to be quite dear. Um, She's got a a very extensive background, which I'm going to share with everyone here momentarily. And I just think with everything that she's done, she's still been able to stay very positive very energetic and and kind of fulfilled about life throughout the struggles. And that's not to say that we all have to be happy every single moment of, of our lives, but at the end of the day, you put out and give out what what you intend to put into it. And on a lot of cases, uh, sometimes a lot of us tend to give up. And then in others, we just can continue to press forward. And so to introduce our special guests, or better yet, our featured guests, She's a Los Angeles native that has been in the real estate game since 2001. Her background in mortgage industry is extensive. Her experience ranges from managing a sales team as an in-house lender for a large real estate firm for opening new branches on a nation for nationwide mortgage companies. She was born in California and grew up enjoying a wide variety of hobbies, sports such as baseball, bowling, gymnastics, and competitive dancing, which is definitely something that hopefully we get an opportunity to talk about. As a young lady, she became deeply passionate about acting. She's worked on a few national commercials for Nissan, Just Fab, Third Love, Google, and TV series including 100 Humans, 911, and CSI, one of my favorite programs. Later in life, critical thinking skills mixed her perseverance, helped propel her to become a contestant on the world-famous show, Wheel of Fortune. And I'm just going to say without revealing the amount, but yes, she did win a prize. That drove her passion and her winning attitude and helped steer her for a successful career in a high productive loan officer position. She began real estate career almost 20 years ago, obtaining her real estate license back in 2001 
And at the beginning of her career in real estate license, she originally worked for Remax. Soon after, she found her niche in the field of lending and decided to become a loan officer. Basically now, she's adapted to the changing real estate market and conditions. She always feels that making deals, she always she's always focused on making deals happen. Her specialty is repeat business and referred um, programs, or excuse me, referred from longtime client relationships. She always ensures that her clients and business partners have the resources they need to accomplish their goals and grow their wealth. She's played a crucial, she's been a crucial player in the long game, specializing in helping clients save money on their loans and real estate investment. So like I said, she's been a loan officer. She's been a mortgage consultant. She's been a senior mortgage consultant. She's attended college, the College of the Canyons. And where she's most driven is where she enjoys helping those who are less fortunate. And this means helping first-time home buyers and providing them with a low down payment option. She feels that her purpose in life is to help people and guide them on their journey of purchasing homes and making it their own home. And so to Miss Amy Lustig, I don't know if I did a good job introducing you or not. You know, I'm I'm, I'm not the Wheel of Fortune pet, Pat Sajak, and I'm not dancing with the stars, but (laughs) you did a good job. Thank you. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I, you know, sometimes when we do these podcasts, we we kind of say, you know, when you get into someone's bio, it's like, you know, you have you have your discussions, but then when you get into the bio and you really get an understanding of an insight of just what a person's all about and, and what they've done throughout their education or professional career, you know, sometimes, you know, you get modestly surprised and when we receive your bio and I started reading through it, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm going to be talking with a celebrity, you know? <laughs> no, not yet. Hopefully one day. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, let's jump into a couple questions, you know? So, so basically you've had a variety of things that throughout your life you've been, you've been successful in doing. And, uh, you know, I think one of the first and foremost things that are, that's kind of really interesting right now uh, that's going on is the mortgage industry. We see that obviously interest rates are are low. Uh, obviously, we're getting ready to get a new administration in into office, and you know, despite the fact that COVID is uh, is wreaking havoc on everybody's financial means in some cases, um, how is the real estate market? I mean, is is it still thriving? What what's going on with that? Yeah, I mean. The interest rates are really low. I mean, I remember when I got into this business, the rate was low and it was, you know, 7% that I was locking in for my Mm -hmm. clients. So back then, you know, the rate was much higher. And nowadays it's like in the 2% range, you know, interest rates are constantly changing multiple times a day, but I'm always looking out for my clients' best interests, pun intended. And you know, trying to save them as much money as I possibly can. So yeah, the real estate market is awesome right now. And we're hoping that it continues. Right, right, right. 
So what's some of the changes that we've kind of noticed? I mean, obviously there's interest rate changes. There's even qualification changes that are going on right now in the mortgage industry. Can you kind of walk you know, our listeners through some of those qualifications, particularly as it relates to the fact that you know, you can get qualified for a mortgage, but, you know, I think in a lot of cases, people have told me that are applying for loans, you have to have proof or, or ensure that you have proof to be able to make the mortgage payment. It's not like it has been in the past where, you know, everybody's right. kind of writing a blank check. Can you, can you kind of walk our listeners through that? Yeah, sure. I mean, of course you have to prove your income and assets in order to qualify. So mm-hmm. what I do is I request documentation from a potential borrower up front, you know, I look at their tax returns, bank statements, pay stubs, um, different items like that. And then I let them know how much they can afford when it comes to purchasing a home, if that's their goal, or if they're trying to refinance, I get the same type of documentation. If it's a self-employed borrower, it's different. Um, I can usually qualify them with bank statements instead of tax returns. There's the programs out there are endless. So that's why I love working at the mortgage company that I do. We're a direct lender. We have a ton of different options for all sorts of borrowers. So I request those documents. And then I also ask them what their credit's like. If it needs work, we work on that first and foremost Mm -hmm. and uh, see how much of a down payment they have and go from there. Right. Right, right. So the the standard um, process of, of applying for a loan and basically going through, um, you know, kind of as I call it, as a laboratory task because of the simple fact that it, it seems like they ask for so much information. Sometimes I scratch my head when I'm buying a house going, are you kidding me? Do you really need that? <laughs> but uh, Yeah. Well, I, I request everything up front. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've heard that a lot of people get asked to provide different documentation throughout the process and, um, that becomes very complicated sometimes and stressful, but I try to minimize that as much as I can. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Well, we appreciate you sharing that, that insight and, uh, you know, let's, let's, um, uh, want to try to get back on, on, on topic here. So, in the opening, we talked about, you know, struggling and, you know, as, as, as everything that has gone on this year and, you know, COVID and social uprising, injust, inequality, you name it, it feels like, you know, there's all these, all of these acronyms and new names and new cliches that are out there on the market. How has that impacted you as, as a, as a real estate professional, but also as an actor. And, you know, can you walk us through some of the things that, that you've endured that, you know, has, has kind of led you to, to struggle a little bit this year? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's been a challenging year for so many of us. And um, it's definitely been tough. You know, both of my career choices are inconsistent. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I never really know what I'm going to be bringing in income wise. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, tough at times, but I have to think positive and keep my head up and just remember, you know, when times weren't so great in the past 
and focus on the outcome. You know, I feel like every struggle is a learning lesson. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's what, what life's all about, you know, the challenges and how we get through them. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I've always been taught to have a good attitude and push through and never give up. Um, I always envision this uh, bird that's choking a frog and the frog is halfway in its mouth and it's all about, you know, never giving up. You know, the frog's choking the bird because he's being eaten, but he's not going to allow that bird to eat him. He's going to make his way out. And uh, I always I always think about that, you know, when times are tough. If that frog can make it, so can I. Wow, that's... That's one analogy that I will say that I I haven't I haven't heard that one but but well, that's that's an interesting one interesting one for sure. Send it to you. Okay, all right. Sounds like a plan. So let's talk a little bit about you know, like you said, you know, just like with everybody, you know, we we all kind of endured you know this this impact and it's been a passion of yours to get into the acting game and you've had some you know, moderate to, to medium scale successes with, uh, with roles. And so how has that impacted, um, you know, the overall struggle with, you know, you moving forward this year and, and, and obviously, uh, flourishing in things that you thought you were going to have. And then of course, you know, COVID hit and, and now things are kind of, you know, settled down has, you know, the gigs and various acting, uh, type of, uh, um, platforms have, have those things really slowed down for the type of roles that you would normally, uh, pursue? You know, in the beginning it did, I was booked for a national commercial and I was getting ready for it. I, I went that day to a salon and they were going to be doing my hair and nails and the manicurist got up and left and said that she, was told to leave, but wasn't sure why. And then she came back about 15 minutes later and said that we should contact our agent because it sounded like everything was being shut down. And sure enough, it was. And uh, that was the start of everything. Mm-hmm. And it was slow in the beginning, you know, around March, April, but then things started picking up, I would say, in the later part of summer. And, you know, they're just being very careful on set. You have to get tested, COVID tested prior to working and Mm -hmm. have a negative result. So things have picked up. Thank goodness. It's been a rough ride. Right, right. So, so Hollywood, as, as you're kind of indicating, uh, or should I say the, the acting industry is, uh, is starting to um, take a little bit of an uptick as opposed to some of the other uh, vertical market sectors that we're seeing out there, uh, which which is good, you know, because of the simple fact that uh, at least from my standpoint, I think I missed all of the great blockbuster movies that I wanted to <laughs> see this year because of COVID. But you know what? What can you say? I mean, it it, it happens, right? Yeah, it's very unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know. I'm very interested. I mean, we 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 talk about uh, struggling, and I'm I'm very interested that you have such a, a unique compilation of hobbies that you enjoy. And do you happen to compete in all of them? I have actually uh, in the past. 
Mm-hmm. I've always been very competitive. I feel like I was born that way. And I've always wanted to be the best at everything I do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I did compete with dancing and gymnastics. And then I was in baseball tournaments and leagues, um, as well as, you know, bowling tournaments too. And so, yeah, I, I was able to compete and excel and I'm very grateful for those experiences. I feel like they've shaped my my way of how, you know, I put in my all to everything that I do. Sure, sure, sure. So with regards to the competitive dancing, is is that uh, like ballroom style or what, what no. type of structure is that? Um, it's hip hop, jazz, and ballet. Those are the categories that I was trained in. And then I uh, competed with hip hop. So it was a lot of fun. Wow. Yeah. And I still take dance classes to this day. I mean, not right now because of COVID shut down the dance school, but I plan to start up again when they open. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's a great workout. A great workout. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, I'm sure my, uh, my wife will share videos with you at some point in time of me dancing around. Oh, that'd be great. I, I like to dance too, but it's uh, by far not competitive. And my bowling is, eh, it's pretty decent. Baseball haven't played in, in, in quite some time. And of course, gymnastics overall is, uh, I'm not as flexible as I used to be. I'm, <laughs> I'm pushing the, uh, you know, half a century age this year, which was like, you know, Rah, rah, your 50th birthday turns on, you know, the year of COVID, which is always fun. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. But as you're having fun and staying active, that's all that matters, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so certainly, you know, with regards to, um, you know, the, the, the overall uh, facet of, you know, this year being, ex- you know, the year that it was, and it started out, you know, somewhat tumultuous with one of my businesses, you know, I looked at the struggle of saying, okay, fine, I don't have to travel. But in the same aspect, we still have to figure out how do we get the work done, you know, and and kind of working remotely. And of course, we were able to work remotely. It's just the fact of all of the interfaces that we have to go through with some of our projects and the security and those things just became unbearable at, at times. But, uh, you know, despite the fact of us still getting paid the same amount of money that we would get paid if we had to get on a plane and be physically on site, you know, it was somewhat worth the hassle, but, uh, you know, not necessarily too much fun, you know, in, in, the, in the case of uh, where it would normally take you a couple minutes to log into the secured networks. Now having to go through so many different firewalls, it would take you anywhere between 20 minutes to 30 minutes to get logged in. But, uh, you know, it's always an interesting day of of working on some of those things. <laughs> yeah. 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 So so with regards to, you know, in in your bio you talk about, you know, you're driven um based on trying to help those who are less fortunate. And in a lot of cases, you know, buying a home for the first time, it really is a struggle because I mean sometimes people are fearful of just the 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 fallacy of being denied and and not having that American dream come true. 
So what are some of the things you do to kind of help those first time home buyers? I mean, is there is there some coaching and mentoring ship that you provide to your first time buyers? Yeah. If somebody's thinking about purchasing a home for the first time, I mean, that's a huge decision. So they definitely need guidance. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody is familiar with the loan process. So I like to take my time and and teach them about how the process is going to go and let them know that I'm always available. They can call or text me with any questions. And I kind of walk them through the the process just mm-hmm. so that they feel more comfortable and you know, there are programs out there that have low down payment options. So specifically for first time home buyers, if they do an FHA loan, then they only need three and a half percent for a down mm-hmm. payment, you know, along with closing costs, but you can always negotiate that with the seller if you choose to. So yeah, there are definitely a lot of options out there that are available for somebody who doesn't have the money for a down payment. Sure. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, as we're uh, starting to get close to our, uh, our, our time here, you know, what are some of the recommendations that you would provide to our listeners that are, you know, they're in these positions right now and you know, their mindset is not quite where it needs to be. They're struggling. And like you said, you you have this motivation, this determination, this drive to win. How did you actually get to that point? Or, or was that like ingrained in you from your from your parents or just from your competitive nature? Kind of walk us through that a little bit. Well, it takes a lot of discipline and motivation. And I feel like those are characteristics that I have truly been blessed with. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up around real estate. My dad's a commercial real estate broker and I have a similar personality as him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just, when I put my mind to something, I've always excelled and succeeded. And I, I really believe that hard work pays off. Right. So yeah, that's kind of how it's been for me. So, Totally agree with the hard work. Uh, you know, it's uh, sort of coincidental that you bring that up because, you know, in today's society, so many people think it's easy to make their first million dollars being a, a TikTok celebrity <laughs> or, or an Instagrammer or YouTube blogger or something like that. And, you know, I say to myself, as well as my two two daughters, I'm like, you know, those things may be rather unique for the folks that have the the means or wherewithal to kind of put themselves in the perspective of looking glamorous. But for the 80 or 90% of the rest of the world, you've got to go figure it out with skills and talent and sure grit in order to be able to get over the hump and be successful. And I think um, that you should spend time figuring out what those skills and talents are because we all have different gifts. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Once mm -hmm. you do that, um, that's most of the battle right there. And then you can kind of figure out what you're passionate about and take the other steps that you need in order to, to make it happen. Yeah. You're in control. Yeah. Yeah. I do have two fun questions before I, before I uh, let let you kind of summarize because, 
you know, when I saw this competitive dancing, I'm thinking to myself, like, are you ever considering or have you ever considered dancing with the stars? Oh, yeah, definitely. I would love to do something like that. You know, when I was growing up, I wanted to be a professional dancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, unfortunately, I stopped and it's something that I regret. I would I would love to do Dancing with the Stars. That would be an honor. Yeah. Yeah. And my second question is, is since you were on like CSI and, you know, when I saw that, I was trying to go back through and look through episodes and things like that. I'm like, okay, so what part or what role or what season were you in? And so... I mean, you can email me and tell me if you don't want to share that with our listeners, but but I was like, I got to know, man. I want, I want to be able to go back and take a look. I mean, it's just just so coincidental that, uh, you know, it's a show that I that I enjoy watching, just the, the sheer drama, the mystery, the problem solving, you know, and the critical thinking that goes along with that. Sure. Um, yeah. 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 I can. Yeah, I can definitely send send it over. Cool. There's NDAs involved, so I can't really talk about it at the moment, but. Oh yeah. I understand. I understand. Thank you for understanding. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we have a a couple minutes left and uh, what would be some, you know, suggestions or tips that you would leave with our listeners regarding, you know, identifying with their struggles and some of the things that you've done to kind of overcome those. Yeah. So, I mean, in order to identify what you're good at, I would recommend taking maybe an aptitude test. There's all sorts of tools online, you know, where you can figure out what you're good at and figure out what your interests are. Stay active. Try to stay positive. I know this pandemic is hard for everyone, but just take one day at a time, sometimes one minute at a time Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. hopeful things will get better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we certainly appreciate your insight. We appreciate you sharing time uh, with us. And I'm going to end here with uh, with kind of a quote. Struggles are required in order to survive in life because in order to stand up, you got to know what falling down is like. And uh, certainly, I think we all got the rug pulled from underneath us with COVID. <laughs> yeah. I would have to agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, Amy, this has been a joy. You know, certainly uh, appreciate you juggling your schedule. Uh, appreciate you uh, uh, committing to to be a featured guest, sharing your wisdom and insight about the real estate game. What's going on? You know, with the with the uh, lending institutions and, and and mortgaging and so forth and so on. And, 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 and obviously giving us insight on what's going on with Hollywood since you've had uh, some successes in, in the Hollywood acting uh, markets, which is kind of refreshing to hear that uh, things are starting to pick back up. There's, there's light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, certainly uh, we'd like to wish you and your family and your loved ones, definitely a, a happy and prosperous uh, new year. And uh, certainly if I'm ever back out there again, which I am quite often, um, you know, I'm going to look you up. <laughs> Sounds good. I would love that. Thank you so much, Greg. I really appreciate you having me and wishing all of you a very happy new year. All righty. Well, thank you very much. And to everyone that's listening, this has been episode 62, The Struggle. Thank you again, Amy. 
And to everyone out there, bye-bye, take care, and be safe. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.